The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit Foster, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to hit that subscribe button. Man, I was getting comments uh, even this past weekend from people saying, YouTube, YouTube unsubscribe me. So uh, I don't know what the deal with this at, but if you want your Going In Raw, if you want to be notified uh, uh, when Going In Raw has new content on YouTube, uh, if you want it in your sub box, be sure to subscribe and then hit that little notify bell. Let them know that you want that information as soon as Yeah, it what's the deal, YouTube? I don't know. Get your act together. Is YouTube watching this? You're addressing YouTube directly. Yeah, man. An open letter to YouTube. Ooh. Ooh. Anyways. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah. And then, of course, we're over there on the audio side of things. Whatever podcast app you enjoy, we are probably there. Uh, be sure to leave us a rating, review, or a comment if you are listening to us in the audio realm. It really yes, does help boost it does. the exposure. Of going in raw. What a weekend, man. Yeah, a lot of wrestling. Or uh, maybe too much because uh, I didn't watch it all. Uh, well, in fact, I, I just finished watching, uh, sorry, uh, uh, TakeOver this morning before I came over here. Heck of a show. Half asleep. So I know a lot of I people. I was not TakeOver. A lot of people want to know our thoughts on that. Uh, I noticed that you you wrote up some some wonderful, very extensive notes yeah. that I kind of felt, man, we really need to do that show justice. Uh, so if you guys will bear with us. We're actually going to be dropping that. I think we're going to be doing it tomorrow. Yeah, sure. Um, Sounds good. As its own thing. Yeah. There was a lot of news to come out of the weekend because of just the nature of uh, of how much wrestling there was. Plus, in advance of NXT UK, Triple H sat down with who is evidently his best friend at this point. Because yeah, this basically, was, it was like an RF video shoot interview, basically with Alex McCarthy. Yeah, a really terrific interview, and yeah. the the transcript is up. It's in its entirety right now yeah, at TalkSport.com. It'll, it'll be in the link uh, for this. Yeah, cool. Uh, it's very much worth uh, either a listen or a watch or a read, uh, however you ingest it. Uh, check it out. Uh, yes. We're going to be talking about that here. Uh, before we in get into the news. Uh, Huge shout out and and uh, thanks to uh, Tim Spulak. Yes, our emissary, our ambassador, our proxy at All Out this past weekend. Uh, got all sorts of amazing stuff for us. Yeah, uh, organized, emceed the Friendo meetup. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing dude. Yeah, uh, can't say enough good things about Tim. Um, you know, he could have just went to Chicago and had a good time. Instead, he did all this uh, all this other stuff. And yeah. I'm sure I had a good time, too. Yeah, he said, I mean, the most important thing was, Tim, go have a good time there. You guys know Tim. He's been a third man here. He was uh, the third man at the Friendo Fest. Yeah, uh, at Vegas. Double or Nothing, yeah. Right. And uh, and he went out there, and he did a bunch of meet and greets and, and got us some intros. Um, man, I can't wait for uh, a month from now. Things are going to get kind of crazy, they man. They are. We got AEW on TNT and, of course, NXT on USA. 
And uh, Tim got a bunch of awesome intros, not just from AEW people, but a very special yeah. Hall of Fame, literal yeah. Hall of I Famer. Mean, it was especially yesterday when there was a stuff coming in from Tim, and I was I was sitting there giggling with excitement because it was so awesome. Right? My dad even marked out uh, big time when I showed him one of the intros. So that's really cool. Yeah, we got some changes uh, both to obviously the world of wrestling and here at Going In Raw. Going down in about a month, a lot of stuff is going on. Uh, September is actually our five-year anniversary yeah, of the show. Yeah, the 22nd, I believe. We're going to do something special for that. And, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of stuff. I got this picture. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure I had it. Uh, Tim took a picture of all the friendos at, at the, the meetup. At, at the, the side meetup. party, yeah. Let's see if I, if I can get this thing to get on here right now. If you're watching us on YouTube, is this going to work? Oh, there, there it is. is. There they are. Awesome. Look at that. What a what a great crew. He face I was in my parents' backyard and he FaceTimed me so I could uh, say hi to a bunch of the people. That's cool. And so I was giving out some digital some FaceTime to two suites uh, to all the friendos there. Very cool. So uh, thanks so much for everybody for showing up for that and supporting the show yes. by wearing the going in raw merchandise. Speaking of merchandise, yes. right now at friendomarket.com. Use the promo code Elite. Mm-hmm. I think that's going on until tomorrow. Tomorrow at four PM, yes. We have also restocked the Slayer sticker shirt pack. Mm-hmm. If you order those, those should be here within about 10 days. And then I'll go ahead and ship them out directly after Middle of the that. month, yeah. 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 So do that. That's good stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. And shout out to all the friendos who were with us for the live stream for yes, All Out. Uh, our benefactor, our official benefactor at this point, Epico. Yes. Uh, uh, helping support big time. Yes. Going in, Ross. So yes. Thanks for that. Yes. Thank you very much. And everybody who's helped help support us. So let's get, let's dive into this uh, yeah, Triple this, H interview. The shoot man. interview, basically, with, uh, as I said, Alex McCarthy of Talk Sports happened over the weekend to uh, promote, I guess, uh, for the most part, NXT UK Cardiff. Uh, let's just get right into it. Uh, there's some juicy, juicy stuff in here. Um, but we'll start with this one. Or we can see Triple H as the game, not as businessman. Triple H in an NXT ring. I would love. I'll be honest. Before before we get into his answer, this kind of his answer kind of bums me out because I would really love to see that. I think a one time match with like an Adam Cole. Yeah, it'd have to be someone like. Adam but Cole. seems like it's not going to happen. Long no, time. this is what you say. Quote: There's almost a day that doesn't go by where I don't get a text from somebody on these rosters who go, "What if?" or "What if Sean?" or "What if you?" And that's flattering. I understand that. Look. I watch what they do. I couldn't hang, not even the ballpark anymore. It's flattering. Obviously, the performer in you, anytime you hear a group of people going crazy with that much passion, you go like, man, that's awesome. I don't know. I almost felt like... Feel. Feel. Sorry, I almost feel like I got more buzz, adrenaline buzz, sitting and watching them succeed. They don't need us. I think he means... Uh, the old timers. Old timers. Yeah. They don't. Truth is, this brand is more about the youth and next level than it is the yesterday. We're looking forward to be progressive, not live in nostalgia. Hell yeah, Triple H. Yeah, that's the right answer. That's absolutely Hell the right yeah. answer. That's absolutely the right answer. But, Larson, that takes some dream matches off the table, doesn't fine. it? Riddle fine. Goldberg? It's fine. Riddle can maybe have that on the guess up the main roster. Riddle Brock Lesnar? That could still happen, just not There's, next I, I really wish there was one person in the Saudi government. It was a huge Matt Riddle fan? Yes. <laughs> I was watching Watch Along. Knows the story there. Yeah. I'd love for that to happen. That'd be great. That'd be probably great. not going to happen. Yeah, but no, that not. that's... Man, Triple H is basically... He gets it, man. Dude, the, the guy truly does have the algorithm for professional wrestling. Like, Cardiff, I'm sorry. It was, it was in my opinion, and I have not seen Royal Quest because God knows when that's going to show up. Upon New Japan on World. On New Japan World. 
And from what I understand, everything up until the last four matches, uh, there was uh, all sorts of production issues with yeah. the stream getting to fight. And, uh, and yeah, so I am actually very much looking forward. I heard that Okada Suzuki was fantastic. Yeah, the Tanahashi Saber was really good. I'd love to watch that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot on that card that I really wanted to see. Unfortunately, they sort of made it a bit difficult for you to actually see it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but man, I watched uh, TakeOver Cardiff yesterday. And I'm good th- show. to me, there were two match of the year contenders on there. And my, my, I, I'm telling you, I know that Walter Tyler Bate was, was a great match of the year level match. Nothing for me beat the tag match. I thought those guys told more, more story in that match than they did in the past three months of build on weekly yeah, TV. It's weird how that happens. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's kind of, you and I have talked about how, you know, given that Jim Smallman, apparently, you know, the, the guy who was with Progress yeah, uh, since its inception. Subsequently left to apparently focus all his attention on NXT UK. But yeah. he's been heavily involved in it anyways. Yeah. And that guy is used to producing monthly, monthly shows, yeah. chapters. And, you know, I, I think this is sort of what we see with that. And then I kind of I, I looked ahead a little bit to the UK TV tapings. And again, it's uh, it, it's not it doesn't really seem like vital, even though Triple H in this interview says, you know, it's still the second most watched show. It's the most, it's one of the most popular things they have on the network, the Mm. UK, the weekly show. Mm. Um, So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, it was just an absolutely terrific show. Terrific show. Um, He spoke about the rumors uh, of Enzo and cast coming back to NXT. No, this is like, Rarely do you see uh, an executive of major wrestling in WWE speak this honestly and candidly this, about this. This level of candor. This is great. This is what you just say. Quote, the interesting thing about today's world is if you can call up somebody willing to believe anything, you can tell them anything you want in order to try and drum up business for yourself. Congratulations to Enzo. <laughs> I'm sure spreading rumors has worked well for him. I just don't want any part of it. That is as definitive. And he said as soon as he heard it, he directed a WBPR to deny it. <laughs> I'm actually kind of shocked that he didn't go on Twitter himself. I know. Tag Enzo and say no, no, and no. I know. Because that's hey, a, Enzo, two words for you. This is such a refreshingly honest interview. I know. He, uh, so part of the context of that, he began that before that quote. He said in response to the question, I have 104 or 110 talent, depending on the moment, at the Performance Center in the U.S., another 45 to 50 here in the U.K., who's in the U.K. at the time, plus some development stuff around the world. I'm not worried about filling a two-hour show every week. The interesting thing about today's world is if you call up someone willing to believe anything, you can tell them anything you want in order to try and drum up business for yourself. And then he said, congrats to Enzo. I'm sure spreading rumors has worked well for him. I don't want any part of it. Man. Um, so yeah, that was that was the the candor there was very refreshing. Oh man, it's great, very interesting. It's great. And then he spoke about uh, worries of. Oh, sorry. Yeah, going back to the Enzo thing. He the very first uh, bit of his response was uh, I immediately then had our PR go like, yeah, no, zero interest. Yeah. Um, as far as uh, Vince being involved in NXT, mm-hmm. this is what he had to say. Let's be honest. There's a lot of things people like Dave Meltzer. Uh, say that doesn't make sense because they don't approach things from a business standpoint. Put it this way. We're going to be live on Mondays. We're going to be live on Wednesdays. We're going to be live on Fridays. There's so much bandwidth to go around. It's just funny, the small-mindedness of it that people don't give Vince McMahon the credit for being the businessman that he is. He continues, if you're asking the simple term and answers, he's not involved. Yeah, he's going to have some say, 
in some things as far as where the brand sits and the marketing of it within USA and all that stuff. And clearly whatever he wants to do at the end of the day also. But truth is at this point in time, he has basically just said, go and make this thing a success. That's what he told me in the beginning. Go make this thing a, su a success. And you know, we pick up the phone every now and then. We see each other all the time. But it's like, how's it going? Going good? Excellent. We move on. But those who want to speculate on it is craziness. It, uh, a lot of it is silliness. Mm -hmm. uh, he also continues, uh, he talks about, and this is, you can, you can look at this as a shot at AEW, New Japan, what have you. Uh, but he says, uh, if you love NXT, it's just going to get bigger. There's going to be more of it. Two hours, he almost, he came so close to saying more but better, Larson. He did. He uh, did say, I find it funny in this interview. Oh, yeah, he does. Uh, he says, two hours gives us more opportunity. I look at the roster here and the talent pool I have, and I said it yesterday on the call, I wouldn't trade our roster. There's nobody out there. I'm like, oh, man, if I could have that. Nobody. I don't care who that is, and they can make claims to being the greatest in the world with their four matches a year that are good. Great. I wouldn't trade you. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what it is. I'll put our roster up against anybody. I'll put our talent against the world, but that isn't the point. The point is to go out here. This place is sold out. There's going to be a lot of passionate fans, and I've got a talent roster passionate about going in here and blowing the roof off the place and showing the whole world that they're NXT and that this is theirs. Um, that's awesome. He's behind his people. He has the roster he wants. Yeah. Obviously, WWE went hard, and he was the point man on that yeah. uh, after Kenny and the Bucks yeah. um, this past year. But uh, he's very happy with what he has, and he should be. It's, in my opinion, uh, the roster with the most depth. Uh, if you look at NXT or NXT UK, the most depth uh, of any roster on the planet, in my opinion. Yeah, speaking of NXT UK, he says, quote, there'll be more UK-based NXT takeovers in 2020. We're going to add more to that scheduling, and there's a lot more to come. That's good. It's what they need. Like, the, yeah. the last takeover was Blackpool in January, and here we are seven months later, yeah. and we're just getting another one. Yeah. I kind of, I'm kind of of the opinion they should do, like, three a year. Like, every four months, I think, is probably or good. quarterly, four a year. Yeah, you could do that, but then, I mean... But then they'd have to really start advancing stories a lot more quickly than they tend to do right now. Yeah. Um, and also, you already got four takeover, four NXT takeovers a year, so five. I'm thinking... Yeah, five. That's right, five. So I'm thinking maybe, like, three, you know? Three, I think, would be, would be perfect. Maybe. You know? So, uh, in any event, it sounds like we're going to be more... We're going to be getting more, more but better. More, but better. More, but better. So that's good stuff. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that there's a, there's a whole lot more there though. Yeah. So you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is a lot more. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, there's a lot more to the interview. Be sure to check yeah, it out. Yeah, definitely do check it out. But you can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So there was some, a uh, couple little bits of, uh, 
uh, sad-ish news. Uh, two of them are actually pretty sad, but one of them there's it's, there's there's some murkiness going on. Let's get to the first one. Casey Catanzaro is gone from WWE Larson yeah, yesterday. This is, this is a bit surprising. This is from uh, Squared Circle Sirens. That's right. Uh, they said, according to sources within NXT, we have learned that American Ninja Warrior alumni Casey Catanzaro, who signed with WWE in January of 2018, has handed in her notice to WWE recently. Um, who, God, what was the, the specific person's name from Squared Circle Sirens? Oh, it's Casey Michael. Casey Michael, thank you. Yeah. He had also noted that um, <clears throat> it was potentially, uh, he had been told it was a, a back issue. Yeah, he says that here in the report. With yeah. her. And uh, also because WWE has a no fire policy right now, uh, you're, they're not going to get rid of you unless you turn in your release. It was an interesting little side note there. Yeah, yeah. The, Seems kind of obvious, but. The, yeah, essentially you have to quit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that is disappointing. It's a bummer. She showed a lot of promise. She's incredibly athletic. Just the the way she enters the ring is ridiculously impressive. She was one of the more creative people because mm-hmm. of what she can do mm-hmm. um, physically. She was you know, she was kind of like a Kofi Kingston, John Morrison type. How they do the very clever creative stuff, like in the Rumble, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was sort of uh, she she looked like she was heading towards that. Yeah, because she'd climb up the ring post to get into the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she, along with being on uh, America, uh, American Ninja Warrior, I think she had a gymnastics background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, true. And that was on full display with her, mm-hmm. her offensive arsenal in the ring. Um, you know, health is first and foremost, and of you course, don't be yeah. messing with back injuries. It ain't for everybody. No. We saw this earlier this year with Stacey Urban Jr., um, who, uh, again, I think some sort of gymnastics background, mm-hmm. just absolutely terrific. And he had uh, a concussion scare, yeah. Yeah, I was lucky enough to see one of his matches there at the Performance Center mm-hmm. when uh, 2K sent me out. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, a terrific athlete, all sorts of potential and upside there. Uh, but, you know, he we saw, I think he was on an episode of NXT TV yeah. where he took a nasty-looking yeah, spill. Yeah, he took a bad bump. Um, and It was know, concussion scare, and he's like, Mm-mm. One bad bump, and he's like, ooh, no, I don't want to mess with that. Yeah. With Casey here, unfortunately, seems to be the same, the same type back of issue. Yeah, yeah, back, depending yeah. on the nature of it and the severity of it. Yeah. You don't want to mess with anything in the spinal column. I would imagine, though. Like, I mean, they seem pretty high on her, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like to come from a non, a, the, not, not the indie ranks to move up through their developmental. You know, not a lot of people are able to come up no, through their no. actual developmental from a non indie I mean, within ranks. a year of signing, she was, she was in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. So she's so much fun. And mm-hmm. yeah, she's gone. Um, also, uh, Kylie Ray from AEW, um, who had been seen at, uh, she was at the Vegas show, wasn't she? Was she a double or nothing? No, yeah. Yeah. She was, yeah. wasn't she? Yeah. And then shortly after that, um, I'm sorry, and then just recently, uh, yeah, during the uh, post-show media press scrum, Tony Khan mentioned that Kylie asked the company for her release, and they granted it, noting that it was very amicable. Um, she had deleted her Twitter account back in August. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. And then, uh, Kristen Ashley, who doesn't work for Fightful, um, of course, of uh, uh, Bell to Bell, mm-hmm. um, followed, uh, that news with this from Twitter quote, I've been given an idea of what is happening with Kylie. I won't go into details because it's not my story to tell, but Kylie needs your prayers. Keep your hearts open for her and provide only love and support. That's what she needs right now. So. Again, health first and foremost. Yeah. God, hopefully she's okay. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, maybe we'll find out one day. Maybe we won't. She seems like she wants to go into private mode right exactly, now. Exactly. And that should be respected, obviously. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, whatever she needs, she gets. But that is sad. She, you know, people seem to like her quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that one match showed a lot of promise. Potentially. Yeah, sure. You know, she's been wrestling in the indies for a while. So, yeah. 
again, health is first and foremost. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, two people in the AEW women's division who are going to be around for a while. <laughs> well, I mean, if stuff like this keeps happening, who knows? <laughs> Maybe uh, Sadie Gibbs and B Priestley evidently got into a uh, shoot fight. Well, yeah. Backstage. Yeah, that's what, uh, this is according to Casey Michael, again, of Squared Circle Sirens, is what he tweeted out after All Out, quote, Sadie is a real one for swinging on B backstage last night. Put the title on her, please. <laughs> and then Fightful Select, who you should give your money to, because they do great work, yeah. um, added, quote, Matt Jackson was seen trying to smooth things over and talking to Sadie Gibbs about the situation. So what was the nature of the beef? We don't know for sure. We can only speculate. Oh, we can definitely speculate. There's a lot to speculate on. <laughs> as far as what happened at All Out, um, this has been all over. It's been widely uh, pointed out as a possible reason. So there's a spot between B and Sadie Gibbs in the ring um, where, uh, whoops, I believe B is throwing some strikes at Sadie. She's kind of reacting to him. Uh, and then Sadie picks her up for a press slam, drops her, and then B gets right back up and then tries to eliminate her. Uh, Sadie hangs onto the ropes, and then uh, B just knocks her off. Yeah. Um, B did not sell the press slam whatsoever. No, she did not. Whatsoever. I thought there was a, wasn't it a press slam and then a Hunakanrana after that? No, 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 no. I thought there was like a head scissors or something. And she just like, she rolls and gets right up out of it. I don't know. Well, no, if she hits the press slam, it just stands right up. Yeah. Just stands right up. Oh my gosh. Uh, but it goes deeper than just it one further back than one that. instance of no selling a while back. And tweets have since been deleted, you said. So I don't remember the exact nature of it. But uh, Will Osprey kind of went after Sadie Gibbs on Twitter. Will Ospreay, who's, who's known to, to tweet his foot into his mouth sometimes. On occasion. Yeah. And, of course, B is Will Ospreay's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So who knows if, if, if this backstage fight has its roots in that little Twitter beef. Yeah. Or if it was uh, enhanced by that spot in the ring. Who knows if Sadie's uh, elimination was exactly planned in that nature or not. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's a lot kind of up in the air about it. Yeah. And unknown. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah, man. Uh, trying to, I'm trying to look at the, the little segment here. But, uh, yeah. Can't be getting into the fights backstage. Hey, it's it's a new company. It is. You know? But it's it's funny. Like, it's it's going to be interesting. You know, it's funny. You, you look at Tony Khan. I, I love these these. Uh, post-show press conferences with Tony Khan because he already looks exhausted. Yeah, I know. He's already like, oh my goodness gracious. This is just, this is more it's than I expected. too much. This is too much, you know. But good on uh, Matt Jackson for trying to, to squash I'm that trying beef. trying to find exactly what Will Osprey said initially. Yeah. Oh, here it goes. Oh, here he goes. what he said. I sent two messages out to two Girls going to wrestle in Japan. Girls, great. I know. I told them that Japan isn't a vacation. This is work that they don't think that I don't think they are ready for it. Happily say that Bobby Tyler UK has stepped up her game and getting better each match. Keep up the good work. Mm-hmm. And I guess Sadie had to pull out of a Stardom tour because uh, due to a lo- this is from Fightful loss of a loved one. And then Sadie responded to Osprey saying, quote, in my intentions was never to impress nor prove to someone who really has no involvement in my life or my choices. And right now with the loss, someone extremely close to me, my family, I'd love to say this tweet. I'd, I'd lo- oh, family, I'd love to say this tweet has hurt me. And then Matt Jackson says, for the record, from what I've seen it, we think you're awesome. Well, that's good. Very diplomatic. Yeah. This is all back from how long ago was this? January of this year. So 
eight plus months. Yeah. But again, who knows if this is in any way directly involved in whatever fight may have happened backstage at all out. Yeah, I don't know. Hard to think that it wouldn't be though. I mean, there's there's some there's some stuff going on in there in the first place. So who knows? Sammy Garcia says here in chat they asked uh, Britt Baker about that beef in the interview, and she got upset. They asked her, "You shouldn't be asking Britt Baker about beef between someone else." There is a, there is an interesting thread that Brian Zane I think retweeted, and then I retweeted it because I, I liked it, and it was talking about how the uh, the press that was there for the all out post uh, post show stuff. Um, I know that Sean Ross Sapp was there, so I'm taking him out of this equation because he's great and mm-hmm. he's professional. But uh, there was like like nobody was like trying to offer up any questions for Britt Baker while she was out there. Yeah, and uh, and then like somebody heard the remark, somebody saying, "Oh, what are we supposed to ask her about how cute she is or something?" Yeah, that's I don't know. Cool. I don't know who they've got coming out to their press scrum, cool. but they yeah they might need to um, take a look at that. Nick, I think Nick Houseman of. Wrestle Zone talked about that too. Let me see if I can find it. Is this it? No. Oh, Epico's here. Oh, Epico's he, here. He talked about it too, and he said obviously there's no excuse. There needs to be more uh, diversity in wrestling journalism as a whole. He, he was saying, and not to excuse anybody who asked ridiculous and boneheaded questions, um, that I. This is again. This is his point of view that Britt was answering questions in character, mm-hmm. and so people felt like they needed to ask her questions in character. Yeah, and maybe they again. This is just speculation on my part. And again, it's not an excuse for any dumb, dumb questions. Yeah, maybe they were like, okay, well, if there's only so many in question, in character questions we can ask. I don't know. I mean, one thing I do appreciate is AEW does seem to be a lot more open to. The, the fan press? Yes. I mean, that's what I consider us. Yeah. You know, we're just yeah. a couple of dudes who like wrestling yeah. And, yeah. And, and we do stuff. Good kip up there. Yeah. Like that. Oh, yeah. There's a yeah, Right here. And then and she then, gets. Oh, okay. Okay. And then there's the press slime. All right. That, so I, I was thinking of that. Um, so there's B right there. Getting some strikes in. And those seem kind of. Well, chills are just good cells. Off that. And then press slime. Press. Gets her up. So I haven't actually. B's dead weight in her. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's not helping at all. <laughs> like. Oh, you're done. Oh, okay. There it was. Yeah, look at that. See, then, then she, she's trying to skin the cat. She's skinning there. the cat, and, and then, then no, get out. B knocks her off. <laughs> so who knows? Then she goes backstage. Skirt. I haven't, I haven't seen any video from uh, Brit's media scrum after All Out, so I don't know exactly the nature. I've just seen the same Twitter stuff that you've you have seen. to be. You, have, you do have to be kind of selective with who you choose to be in your press scrum. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know. Yes. Uh, anyways, I mean, I'm not even saying like I, you know, I think it'd be it'd be wise of us to try to do that, but I, you know, I don't know if I. Well, yeah, we we've established that we're not terribly we're good. We're not good interviewers. No, <laughs> we're not terribly good. We at wouldn't go to, to to obviously the well. That one dude, you know, said it, some that 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 tasteless remark about are we supposed to ask her about what do you say? I think we I think we'd get we be, being c- cute. Yeah, I mean that's, that's terrible. That's there's all no place for that. There's, there's no, no place, place for that, that, man. There's no place for that. Um. But uh, maybe we might be able to come up with one good question. <laughs> I'm sure we do fine. The more that we do it, the more, you know. If Obviously, we got, yes. If we, uh, got it's all some, about preparation, Got man. some index cards. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'd send Tim in there in a heartbeat. Oh, heck That's yes, the man. thing. He'd like, we need to get a press credential for Tim. He'd do great work. Have him do it. Anyway. Oh, sorry. Uh, Taylor Sexton here says, uh, Nick Houseman's from Wrestling Inc. Thank you for, mm, thank for, you. for correcting me. Um, yeah, he he tweeted about it and tried to provide at least his perspective to what was going on to add some context context dimension to sure. the overall conversation. So who knows? 
bunch of who mouth, knows, bunch of mouth, <laughs> bunch of mouth breathers. <laughs> hey, so you like wrestle? It's so cool being here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, dear. Oh dear. Oh, oh dear. dear is right. Oh man. dear. Anyways, you ready for the favorite part of our our Monday's raw preview? Favorite part of my week raw preview. Here we go. I'll start. Can Ricochet repeat history in King of the Ring quarterfinals? The first genuine shocker of the King of the Ring tournament came last Monday when Ricochet ousted Drew McIntyre in the round of six in the round round of sixteen, the first round of sixteen to place himself on a collision course with Samoa Joe in the quarterfinals. On paper, Joe has the momentum. He's coming off a brawling first round win over Cesaro and the strength advantage. But Ricochet has something else on his side. The high flyer defeated Joe at WWE Stomping Grounds to win the United States Championship not too long ago. With Ricochet looking to repeat history and Joe looking to rewrite it, this one will simply come down to which superstar wants it more. So, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be, Larson? Joe or Ricochet? Choose now. Ricochet? Yeah, I agree with that. We'll probably have, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be Ricochet. Uh, next, Cedric faces down Corbin, but there's problem. Perennial underdog Cedric Alexander has been making a name for himself for the last few weeks, earning victories against Drew McIntyre and Cesaro, as well as a quick defeat of Sami Zayn that sent the former WWE Cruiserweight champion to the second round of the King of the Ring tournament, a quarterfinal bout against the returning and surging. He's won a match. Baron Corbin should give Alexander ample opportunity to cement himself as a star, but one question mark lingers over the match a leg that took an absolute pounding during Cedric's victory over Cesaro last week and is sure to be a big target for the man who's already called himself King Corbin. Alexander shouldn't be counted out, but facing a healthy, motivated Corbin does hand him a pre-match disadvantage, and he'll need all of his heart to overcome it. Uh, Next up, Banks' statements. Upon her return a few weeks ago, Sasha Banks made it clear that she wants people to be talking about her. And for reasons other than whatever hypothetical tears she shed in a New Jersey locker room. Boy, they're getting a lot of that Ryan Satin uh, tweet. The boss is out for the is out for the bag, having mangled Natalia in the ring last week while sending the very clear implication We're so old. That her is out is out for the bag? Yeah. I've I've never is that I've a, heard the phrase. I'm not exactly sure what it means though. Is it a new phrase or one that's been around for a while? I don't know. Like I said, we're old. She's out for the bag. I don't think it matters if it's old or new. <laughs> like a round of sixteen, out for the bag. Well, I know round of sixteen. I, that's I a know sports you do. term. Okay, yeah. all right. That's anyway. not some new slang for anything. The boss is out for the bag, having mangled Natalia in the ring last week while sending the very clear implication that her true target is Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch. The man has remained uncharacteristically distant so far, lobbing insults from afar while taking credit for Sasha's renewed relevance. A challenger is only as good as her champion. <laughs> it's only as good as her champion, after all. She may have a point there, but Lynch should know better than anyone that getting the attention of the crowd is the first step to domination. Sasha will come knocking on her door, and Becky must be ready to go if she wants to control the narrative the way she has all year. The bag, Urban Dictionary, large sum of money. The Mr. Dope here says it's money. Okay. So there you go. Okay. Okay. Ray Mysterio returns to Raw two weeks after his son Dominic pulled him from the brink of retirement and then went to NXT UK and had a hell of a match against Tyler Bate. Uh, Ray Mysterio uh, returned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Bate versus Dominic match yeah. of the year. Ray Mysterio returned to Raw on Monday night. <laughs> a crushing two out of three falls. 
match lost to Andrade nearly caused the ultimate underdog, really milking the word underdog in this recap, to hang up his mask for his mascaris for good, but an inspirational appeal from his son, Walter, who wants to team <laughs> up with his father, WB, someday. Hey, Ray. Mysterio to change his mind, although many in the WWE universe stopped the masked icon's decision to continuing competing in WWE. His critics question whether this choice was a wise one. Regardless, Mysterio is ready for the next challenge when he turns to Monday Night Raw. Hey, Dad. Listen to me, Dad. You cannot fight this man now, but you have to not retire. I want to fight with you next to you now. Yeah. Chop. Man, he was turning Tyler Bates. How about that freaking match? It was great. God dang, man. Holy moly. Monday Night Brawlins. Why did it take so long for them to come up with that pun? What a pun. WWE Clash of Champions is going to be an interesting night for Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman, who will defend their Raw Tag Team titles against Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode before battling each other over the Beast Slayers Universal Championship. That puts the pair in the extremely complicated position of having to combat a team nobody knows much about while also having to feel each other out in advance of a fight for Raw's ultimate prize. For each man to get what he wants, we'll take a true display of four-dimensional chess, son. Time will tell whose mind is up to the task. Tune in to Raw Live at 8, 7 Central this Monday on USA Network if you want the bag. So uh, you, you remember when uh, Walter did the 619, like a progress yes. show? Yeah, thing? it was great. So I actually uh, I was thinking about the Dominic Uh-oh. Walter thing. and Good. And here's the full story behind it. Apparently, Chris Brooks, his opponent in that match, told Walter he looked like Dominic. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, that's and that's true. why yeah. Walter did the 619 yeah, to him. Exactly, yeah. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> no, it's great. I don't know if it was. Yeah, it was. I think it was like during a promo or something. Or it was on track. I forget what it was. But yeah, and then Walter responded. That Walter, man, he's something else. He is, man. What an interesting fella. Like, he's got that kind of sense of humor. That fool goes, does it 619. I know. Somebody said he looks like Dominic. That's so funny. That's great. I love wrestling, man. I love wrestling. Let's answer some questions. Tyler Bate, Tyler, Tyler Bate, Rey Mysterio. Dom L, shout out to fellow Towson Tiger, Casey Canton Zero. We'll miss you. Oh, she's from Towson. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I have a coffee mug from Towson. Oh, in Maryland? Towson, that's the college in Maryland. Yeah, Yeah. because we had a roommate. Uh, at the Tulsa house long after you left gotcha. in the later days. So I, got a, I don't and remember that. She left a, the mug from Towson there. Yeah. And I took it. My stomach is growling, son. Yeah. Turn yourself in. Little Fettuccini 69. New WB Films movie, The Marine 7, Firefly Funhouse, starring Miz, John Cena, Bray Wyatt as the Fiend, Evil Vince, Dolph Ziggler, and Brock Lesnar. Would oh. you watch that movie? <laughs> yeah, obviously. Hell yeah. I was close to watching The Marine 6. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Wow. Didn't actually do that. Uh, quote the Raven 79, honest debate question, guys. Why does it seem the internet wrestling community seems to chastise Brie Bella for botching moves, but they ignore it for Sasha? Just seems hypocritical, especially when she ended Paige's career. Number one, they don't ignore it because I hear that kind of complaint all the time. Yes. I kind of don't agree with it, but I could see the case. I see sometimes Sasha does some stuff, but sometimes a lot of people. Yeah. There's plenty of wrestlers who botch as much as she does. So I don't know. I just think people want to, I don't know. I hear that complaint about Sasha all the time, so it's yeah. not like it's being ignored. Yeah. No, I, I've heard that. I plenty. think it's like, and it's, it's kind of more than it deserves to be, to be honest with you. So I don't know. Sammy Garcia, happy Rusev Day, guys. Did you guys watch the CM Punk interview about the night Rock called him? Long story short, he had no signal to answer because... And, and has cleared the beef between each other. Apparently, um, he and The Rock are cool now. Yeah, I mean, that's man, that's something we didn't even talk about is all the stuff that CM Punk said in his little interview. It just seemed like a bunch of cool stories. I didn't watch it, or I, I read some of the... I saw some of the clips, and yeah. I read some of the transcripts. Um just some cool a lot of cool stories mm-hmm. and he was flabbergasted by the idea that they have time off yeah now yeah he's like i was bugging them to give me time off he said forever. he want he wants to go back just so he can ask for time off yeah that's CM pretty Punk funny returns the wwe confirmed just asked for two years off quote the raven 79 watching of the dark crystal this weekend no my wife is is loves it and she was watching a lot of it is it a series or a movie it's a series oh okay yeah i uh, it's a from what she told me i think it's a prequel series I have no interest. I was never a Dark Crystal fan. I really like Dark Crystal growing up, so yeah. I'll, I'll catch it out. Catch there it you somewhere. go. Maybe your kids will like it. Bama seem bored by it. Uh, Epico Mondo. Uh, why way back to, on my way back to try to buy out Taker Voice? You're it's not, not going to, it's not for sale. He's not a fan of Taker it's Voice. It's not for sale, son. Not a fan of Taker Voice. <laughs> Dylan Haggett, WWE 2K20 Dream Match. Walter versus Mecha Santa. No, no. no. Walter, Walter versus, versus Raw Gate Mutant. Whoa, hold on. I was going to say Walter versus Dominic Mysterio. Oh, there you go. Then they'll both get absorbed into Raw Gate Mutant. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dylan Haggett also. Wolfgang and Coffee doing the folded arms pose during Grizzled Young Veterans entrance made me laugh so much. There was a lot in that, in that whole thing that made me laugh. That freaking God, that match was so... I, it was really fun. I tweeted this out. I am never going to say another snarky word about Mark Andrews or Flash, Morgan Webster, and his theme song. It's now my favorite theme song in all of wrestling, Larson. Yeah, you heard it here. You heard it here first. Because of that match. That, I literally have not hooped and hollered during a match while watching it privately. Like I do it all the time for the live stream because we're supposed to react. In private, usually I just sit there and stun in, in silence. I was hooping and hollering to the finish of this. This always happens. But this match 
was so much for me. You just you just dump on something endlessly, and then suddenly I don't dump on them. I always I've always said that I really love Flash as a as a wrestler. No, I'm talking specifically about Andrew's theme. Yeah, you man, dumped on that song. Well, out of respect for his match, for the match that they put on, the performance they put on, that's my match of the freaking year. That's my match of the year, man. That tag match, everything else is just you're beguiling. Really test my patience. I don't know what that it. means, but I'll take it. Quote the Raven 79, calling it Joe and Ricochet will end in double countout. Wow. Then, that, that, then they both get disqualified. Yeah. They'll throw off everything. That's not going to happen. Well, I, then whoever wins between Cedric and Baron, they just go on right through to the finals, I believe. I don't see them doing that. Uh, Dylan, War Games match in 2K20, yay or nay? Hell yeah, man. I think that would break their code. Like all the programming they have to do for that, they got a whole freaking screen of rules for that match. Yeah, I don't man. think it's possible. Too complicated. It'd be great though. Donovan, that would be awesome. Donovan Dean is AEW really making a video game? That's what they say. That's what they say. Is AEW? Yes. Yeah. They they're they're looking to have an announcement by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, I believe them. I think it's going to be a deal with Fire Pro. That's going to be my guess. Because I think Kenny's probably a big fan of Fire Pro. It could be. Mr. Ollie B27, best match from Cardiff. Steve is the. Uh, he, he just put over Mark Andrews' theme, so you know how he feels about it. That match to me was everything. I think that match to me was so much better than the Young Bucks Lucha Brothers, which was kind of interesting to me because, like, that was. I, I don't know. I felt like that was a bit of a. Just a spot fest. Mm. Like, the, here's the thing the Young Bucks, I have seen matches where they tell amazing, immaculate yeah. stories. The one that we were there for. Oh, against uh, Kenny and Coda? That yes. One? Yeah. Boy, that was a match of the year candidate in my book. That was all storytelling right yeah. there. I just felt like this was, hey, let's let's find the thing that can freak people out and scare yeah. people. We're oh, gonna yeah. get injured doing this stuff. Yeah. But that tag match at Cardiff was just story. It was fun. It was so much story there. It was fun. I can't disagree with that. Uh villain Alan Black, book Horse Brett versus Horse Stone Cold, who goes over? Nay. It's Brett. <laughs> Nay. Brett everybody went over Stone Cold in their feud, so you gotta go with horse Brett. A horse is a horse, of course, of course. Unless they're the best in the world. I'm no best there is, best there ever was, and best there ever will be horse. horse. <laughs> what about what about Stone Cold saying nay? Nay. <laughs> uh, Marcus Harrison, where's Demon Voice? Demon Voice it lives exclusively through the uh the pay per view live streams. Yeah. It's not loaded up on this one. Mm -mm. And it's Sammy, not going to be. Sammy Garcia, in all seriousness, do the Bell Twins deserve to go to the Hall of Fame? Yeah. By WWE standards, yeah. Okay, yeah. By WWE standards, yeah. yeah. And by anybody's standards, they, they kind of do. Yeah. They really do. They're, they're, They've managed to cross over pretty well. Yeah. See that Brian, Daniel Bryan's dog died? I did see that. That's a bummer. That's Unexpectedly. That's seven years old. I know. Yeah. That's a bummer. I know. That's so sad. And you know what? They gave a tribute to that dog the way all dogs should be given tribute to. It's a member of the family, darn it. That's how you treat a dog. You talk about how, you know what, you're really our first child. Yeah. They're, they're man, that's, that's what dogs are, man. Yeah. They're basically just children. Zoe, Zoe was our first kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan, Coffee, and Wolfgang rising up behind the apron when the other four were down was awesome. Yeah, and they kind of emerged. Mm-hmm. Got back into it after Mark Andrews that laid was, him out. That was great, man. Uh, Mr. Ollie B27, although the title match was great, I love Last Man Standing. That was a fun match, too. You know, too. if it wasn't for the the the, finish, the literal finish of that match, 
being just kind of silly. Like essentially, he pulled the chair out from behind. Oh, I thought that was great. You like? I loved it. I just thought it was a. <laughs> it was just a bit anticlimactic. Dunk. Damn, and then that was he was great. I thought it was great. Yeah, that's clever. The the entirety of that match I thought was amazing yeah. though. I the the ring rope breaking. Oh, oh, especially early on. Yeah, what a terrific See, way. Here's the to thing start I like about match. that. Usually, last man standing matches involved uh, a bunch of crap falling on people, like they're buried under stuff. This yeah, like seventy five percent of the time how they end. Yeah, and it was literally both of them are beat to hell. Who just has their wits about them a little bit more? Joe Coffey. I like kick. it. All right, all right, that's fine. In terms of character development, I loved it. That's fine. Dunk. But that was great. <laughs> and he just falls over. He's like, Woo. It is great. It is great. It made me laugh. Me I laughed when Don't, I saw it. I, I did like, too. All right, that's pretty clever. I did too. That's clever. These two beasts just beating the crap out of each and other. Nothing to do with who was stronger or more powerful. <laughs> Brains. <laughs> Brains will get you the W. Yeah, that's good stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna crap on that. Uh, Christian Perez. Steve, can you do a uh, Peter Dune impression? Let's do that. I I can't really. I'm I'm not really good at. Peter Dunn, like I've tried to do Pete Dunn before. I'm He's just, I don't know. I just, I can't do it properly. I can't yeah. really do it. Yeah. How about, uh, uh, I always get them confused. Kaylee Ray freaking almost crashing on her head. Yeah. Jeez. And then just hopping back in there and winning the title. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I kind of wish they had given that match more time. I agree. I agree. Tony Storm does not have uh, an appealing cry face. <laughs> that's not a good look. Cry faces aren't good. They're not good looks for anybody, but she cried early on in that match. Yeah, that was weird. That and it was, yeah, that was, was a bit odd. It was a bit weird. weird. Crying early on. Bit odd. I thought uh, something hurt something about like she had like some sort of shoulder issue. <laughs> Matthew Cox says, do Pete Dunn is a horse. Nye. 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 Anthony Valentine. Who in NXT UK will be in the video game? Of course, if if 2K wants to carry in the tradition every year of saying we have the largest roster ever. Well, you got a British strong style in there. Okay, I mean, the better question is who's not going to be in the uh, game? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Walter's not in it. Really? Because apparently, this is why what we heard about Ciampa not being the last one is uh, people in NXT get the choice if they want to be sure, yeah, or not yeah. you know he was all about heel heat at that time he was like Mm-mm, okay no Imperium does not get to be in the game so and Alexander was like but I want to be in the game he was in the last one you don't get member of sanity the, you are already in the game now you are in Imperium so now we'll do it ne- we'll do it next year we'll do it next year we'll have face heat mm-hmm. next year mm-hmm. hot heat hot hot heat is Joseph Connors going to be in the game what about Jack Stars no he should be but like a lowest rated guy. What about Ashton Smith? Yeah, everybody. Everybody does everybody put everybody in there. What about Millie McKenzie? She's I would, in NXT UK though. She had she was in an episode. She was in a match, yeah. I would love to get her dance. I just want that taunt, I know. I just want the taunt. Oh, oh, the uh this one. <laughs> no, no, it's the Oh that? That's good too. <laughs> I just love her dancing. And then she brings down one of the fingers for the middle finger. She's terrific. Uh, Dylan says, Jesse the Horse Ventura. Well, nay. You know? Do you know why? Because nay. Uh, Tim Spulak. Larson, can I FaceTime you the next Friendo Meetup well, I hope happens? the next Friendo Meetup where Tim's at, we're at. But if not, yes. Absolutely. Dodging the question. No, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. He said yes. Yay. Yay. Uh, Mikey Omega. Uh, F, Mary and Kill. 
Taco Bell, Chipotle, Del Taco. Well, you kill Chipotle because, man, that's going to, that, that messes you up, doesn't it? I don't know. You marry Del Taco. Oh, of course. No yeah, debate. I totally agree on that. I almost think you F Chipotle because it's something I like having every now and again. It's, bo- it's so boring. I know, but if I just need like a protein injection, I just go there and get double meat and it's like 80 grams if of protein. If you want an E. coli injection. Mm. I so, kind of feel like I can go the rest of my life without eating Taco Bell if, if I know I have Del Taco. Oh, it's so bad, but it's so good. So we're going to split on that. I'm going to say F Taco Bell and kill Chipotle. You go the opposite. Uh, Epico says, can I buy out no more horse voices? You can wait that one out. I mean, unless Hangman rides a horse every all out. Every every AEW pay per view, you can wait. I mean, if you want to buy it out, I'm fine. I'm fine getting rid of the horse. Yeah, horse voice. Sure, agreed. Uh, the enforcer. The fifty dollars you already gave us that buys it out. Oh wow, that's it. Well, there's a window though. I'm gonna, I'll say like you know two week window. Let us do horse for a couple weeks. It's gonna it would just phase itself out by that point anyways. Yeah, it's a trick. So a you're trick. saying Epico gets nothing out of it. The enforcer Stevie Bradley listening to you today with my brother. Can I get Ed Edwards for him? His name is legit Danny Boy. Ah <laughs> <laughs> no. Danny Boy Bradley, go to your local recruit office. And turn yourself in, son. Yeah. Hmm. Did you steal Stevie's jar of money? There were $286 in there. Son. You had to break the glass, huh? Patrick Sparks, out of all the shows this weekend, what was the best and worst match? So you guys know my best match, my personal favorite match. Was the tag team match? What was your personal favorite best match of the? Of it was the probably weekend? Walter and Tyler Bate. Boy, I was love a some good match. chops. Uh, and then worst match. Although we, granted, we got to take Royal Quest out of it. Uh, yeah, I would have seen it. Yet. Was Yoshihashi at Royal Royal Quest? Maybe that's probably worst match. But of the of the matches we saw, it wasn't one we enjoyed least. It wasn't a bad match, but it just felt like the Dark Order best friends match didn't have the heat they wanted to have. It wasn't bad by any stretch of the imagination. It just didn't really resonate. Yeah, in terms of matches that you can you can get rid of, that would be the top for me. I would agree with that. Uh, Marcus Harrison says here, don't forget Discord, Steve. Oh. Go to Discord. And <laughs> turn yourself in. Christian Perez, are you guys fans of De'Aaron Fox? Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. Ah, that's awesome. Hmm. I misspelled involved in the thumbnail. <laughs> really? Involved. <laughs> I suppose uh, we could change that for the VOD. Yeah, I'll change it for the VOD. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> oh, wow. C. Pena says he got salmonella from Chipotle. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
Oh, wow. Epico says 20,000 to a charity of Steve's choice and no more taker voice. Here's the thing that you got to sell that to the community, really, mm-hmm. not to us, because the taker voice is part of the community. So maybe we'll put we'll put that. Maybe we can put that on a YouTube poll. If he's serious, I'll put it to a YouTube poll. 20,000 to a charity. I'll say uh, our benefactor, our good friendo, Epico. Yeah. Has offered us our good rich friendo has offered us twenty thousand to a charity for me to retire the Undertaker voice. Yay or nay? Yay or nay? Nay. <laughs> the Undertaker horse. Nay. Nay. There we go. What's up? Okay, back to Discord. Greg Morris, Ed Edwards for whatever comes next for W Steve W. Next for W Steve W is uh, interdimension tension, mm-hmm. and then it's big who knows if somebody makes Ed Edwards. In 2K20, I might draft. I might draft him. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Wrestle Dude. Luchasaurus is sent back to the age of dinosaurs before they were extinct. How does he stop the meteorites from killing his dino brothers and sisters? He delivers a bunch of kicks as the meteors descend upon Earth. He's um, got a pretty good looking black mass himself. Yeah. He just kicks them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that he can do that, man. I think he's going to go. He, he is just a guy, you know. That's the fun. That's the crazy. That's the funniest thing is just when he talks. <laughs> well, you know, we're having a good time here at AEW. Early polling suggests a hard nay on uh, losing Taker voice. Wow. A lot of not going to happen. Wayne's yelling hard, hard nay. Nay. Uh, let's see here. JC Ramirez, after. Kylie Ray deals with her personal issues outside of wrestling. Do you think she'll return to AEW or go to NXT? Um, if it's an if it's injury stuff, I'm she's probably not gonna she's probably not able to return. Mm-hmm. If it's personal stuff, I would think she'd go back to AEW if she was gonna return. But who knows? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here, uh, Lord Ziffer. How would you guys keep Buddy Murphy's momentum going? What would be next for him? So Larson fantasy book, a little bit of Buddy Murphy just to keep that momentum going. He lost uh, it to Ali, Ali, yeah, at King of the Ring, uh, but it was you know he's been a face for right now. Uh, what do you do with him next? Uh, uh, you go and you just have him on TV putting on some really good performances with the wins, with occasional wins. He doesn't win every match, but he should win more than he loses. <clears throat> More than anything, he needs to really, really put on really good matches. Um, nah, I'm not gonna read that. Let's see here. Sometimes people are just unnecessarily harsh on AEW, and I don't get it. Like it's a, it's a young company. Okay, so this, this one here, Blake Elizondo, is it just me or does AEW sometimes come off as a student film with a fifty million dollar budget, especially when the cameras seem to miss ninety percent of spots? If there's more than two people involved, I disagree with that totally. I think it comes off as for how young it is. It's they remarkably have their it's almost light too, profanity. It's together. almost too polished. Yeah, at this at this stage in the game, I really enjoyed their uh, their their post show stuff with the Jericho uh, tirade. Oh, yeah, yeah, going backstage. That was I fun. thought that stuff was really good. Um, I think they have a lot of stuff going on, but what we see in AEW right now is not going to be what it is even a year from now. No. I think to to some degree, to yeah, some degree, yeah, you know. Yeah. They're going to take some time figuring stuff out, what works for them. I mean, a lot of people were suggesting the idea. So when we brought up the win-loss record, um, a lot of people were saying, what if they just do it in seasons? Yeah, I saw that too. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. That is a terrific idea. Yeah. That's how you got to do it. And make it a thing. Make it like their post-all-out thing. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, 
a new season starting, you know, we're I'm back to square one, back from scratch. You can tell a lot of stories with that. Uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, even, even here, uh, Bauer tweet said, uh, do you think to avoid the crazy win-loss thing for long-term AEW wrestlers, they could run it on a season-long basis? That's Absolutely. I think it'd be great. Uh, W.S. Fletcher said, working on a federal holiday. Heck yeah, man. Lots of people work today. Yep. You know, you go down to Taco Bell. They're not closed. There's people working there. You go to uh, uh, Target. People are working there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. New being the elite just went up. Ooh, I wonder what's going on there. Oh, I don't know this. Uh, Jason Lewis says Kylie Ray has a master's degree, so she'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nikhil, who is a viable first feud for Chris Jericho in his AEW World Title? Hmm. I mean, win-loss records kind of shouldn't be too much of a thing right now, right? Because they're only like three matches in, two one, matches one, in. Do you think they might get Cody in on that uh, title picture? don't think he's lost a singles match yet. That's a good point. If they're going to go by win-losses. Beat his brother. They can make a story out of him being it's the... Time to draw with they, Darby Allen. If they, if they want a story... Sorry. Um, if they want a story with... Because Cody seems big on the stories, yeah. you know? And yeah. I like that. I think yeah. it's good. He's been really good at that. If they want a story with some complexity and some depth and addressing the elephant in the room in terms of the Young Bucks, CEOs or VPs or whatever, yeah. Cody, VP, you know, how are these guys going to manage being, you know, in the title scenes? Being boss and potential champions, yes. Do it right now. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. It's not about it now. Um, Nathaniel J, does Cody need to stop bringing his dog out in front of large crowds? Genuinely look terrified. Well, there was the fireworks. And pyro, he even yeah. admitted it was, a, it was a mistake. Yeah. He shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And I, yeah, he shouldn't be doing that. But some things are, you know, hindsight. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun guy, do you think British Strong Style is moving to NXT Prime? That moment at the end of TakeOver felt like a send-off. Boy, Tyler looked legitimately just spent. Yeah, he probably imagine forty minutes of getting his butt kicked by Walter and having to lift Walter how many yeah, times? Man, I know. You know that was the whole story of that match. Is, is, I know it's interesting that they had the 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 smaller dude match him in the strength department for the more or less. Well, I love that because that's been his thing yeah. over the past like six months. Is he'll get in there with the big guys, yeah. and match them strength for strength, and this is the ultimate culmination of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Beglin with five major companies now having TV deals. A lot of good questions today. Yeah. He's gay. He's gay. Friendos are killing it. With five major companies now having TV deals, who do you think will be the third biggest company by the end of 2020? Uh, He's talking about North American. NWA, Impact, or Ring of Honor? Who's, I mean, just, even if you ask the question, who's going to be the, the, the biggest company of the three of them? I mean, Ring of Honor is the is the most stable company just because of St. Clair. Yeah, well, yeah, and they're owned by a, a, a broadcasting but uh, yeah corporation. So you think they get the advantage because they probably don't have to pay for TV time? And I think St. Clair just bought a bunch of Fox affiliates. With the in the speculation was that they're going to start putting Ring of Honor on that those channels. So Impact has the best roster. Yeah, but they don't have the like, they don't have like they don't have a real TV deal. Uh, yeah, right. They're so you got you got to look at who's going to be the biggest company. Who's going to be the 
who's at the biggest company, whose who's potential TV broadcast has the broadest reach in terms of the uh, number who's of households. Who's doing attendance? Yes. Who's got the best attendance? I mean, Impact, I think, creatively and with their roster is going to be like the company out of the three out of these three the company i would be most interested in but that doesn't really count for like people no, showing up we and do paying remember money. that matt taven is champion for ring of honor and that will impact audience numbers <laughs> i kind of feel like they all have their strengths and weaknesses yes. that are keeping each of them from if all these three if these three companies just sort of merge together mm-hmm. if ring of honor absorbed impact and nwa or just impact. Yeah. Ring of Honor would be killer with Impact's roster. That infrastructure with Impact's roster and their creative and their TV production. Mm-hmm. Kevin Sullivan is like a TV yeah. genius, apparently. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be killer. But I don't know. I mean, Ring of Honor, they're not going anywhere because no, they got they're some, owned by a massive conglomerate. They got Sinclair money behind them. Mm-hmm. But in terms of who's going to be putting on the best product out of the three of them, probably Impact. Yeah. Assuming they still put on product. Yeah. And assuming there's a way you can actually see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then let's see here. Oscar Silva says, should Cesaro be the one to defeat Walter? Looks, doesn't look like Cesaro is going to be sticking around in NXT UK if the next set of TV taping should be Mm-mm. believed. Mm-mm. Which is a bummer. I would have really liked to have seen him and Cassius yeah, Cesaro do some I stuff. Know. But evidently, it's not going to look. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be the, the one that takes that belt off Walter. I don't know if they know. Um, Triple H is really high on Jordan Devlin. Yep. And it worked in OTT. I, I think the case is might be being made with this next set of TV tapings for Jordan Devlin. Oh, yeah. I'll just throw that out there. Interesting. Interesting. I'll just throw that out Interesting. there. Interesting. But, you know, just watch the shows or look at the spoilers That's if you want. That's what I'm going to do right now. Anyways, uh, I want to say thanks, everybody. We're going to do a bonus episode uh, for patrons $1 and up. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, I want to say thanks to everybody out there uh, for tuning in. I'll do the new patron readout uh, shout outs tomorrow if there's been some new patrons over the weekend. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Where's the thing? Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.